Hey guys, Dr. Childs here. Today we're going to be talking about something I call thyroid tunnel vision. This is going to be really important for a lot of you. It may not be relevant to every single one of you, but it's something you should be aware of. The reason we're talking about this is because I find that there's a lot of people who have this thing, and we'll describe it in just a minute here. And what it does, in my opinion, is it prevents you from seeing the big picture. It prevents you from feeling better. And remember, my main goal in producing all of these videos and the content that I produce is so that I can help you as a thyroid patient feel better. So this sort of stands in the way of, of my goals and that's why we're gonna be talking about it today. Okay, so let's talk about the symptoms and we'll talk about what to do about it. So number one, the symptoms you have it, well, I have about five symptoms here, we'll just go through these. So number one, you believe that all of your symptoms are related to your thyroid. Now, of course, this isn't true, but there are many of you out there who do believe that this is the case. And I understand why you do. I, I'm not saying that um, your belief in this is ill-founded. All I'm suggesting is that this is a, a bad way to think about your condition because there are many other issues which can mimic the symptoms of hypothyroidism. And if you have these things and you believe wrongly that they're attribute or you attribute them to your thyroid and they're not due to your thyroid, then that prevents you from getting to the root cause and fixing that problem. So it's just probably not the case that all of your symptoms are related to your thyroid. Yes, of great many are, that is true, I will concede that, but not all of them. So that's number one. Number two, you are constantly reading and learning more about thyroid, but nothing is helping. Okay, so many of you do fall into this, this situation as well. And I, again, I'll concede that many of you out there listening to this probably know way more than your doctor does. I, you know, that's definitely, definitely true for many of you. But the problem is the more that you learn, and especially if they're not from the right sources, the more confusing the picture can become. So it isn't always the best thing to just sit there and learn and learn. And I understand it's ironic as I'm trying to teach you about this stuff and about the thyroid. I, I completely understand that. And I will also say that in my opinion, it, you always want to have a doctor on your side who understands this stuff, if you can find one, right? Because they're not always available. But if you have that sort of guiding hand, you'll always do better in terms of your results. It's just the way it's going to be. But the sign here is that you're always reading, you're constantly learning, and nothing you do is really helping. I guess I should also say something about sources other than, well, just some other uh, patient-centered sources, let's say, or patient-centered resources. I think they, there's a lot of value to these things, but I've seen personally that a lot of the information is just simply not true. In fact, I'll see them in the comments. It'll say, people in my X group or Y group say this, and in my opinion, it's just completely wrong or it's completely opposite. So you got to be careful about the source of information that you're getting or where that's, where that's coming from um, and how you apply it. That's number two. Number three, you, are const you constantly change your dose of thyroid medication without any relief. So this is probably, um, this, this has to do with some patients who are self-dosing, but also there are a lot of patients who are being treated by doctors who are constantly changing their dose based upon their TSH or their free T3 or free T4 or whatever it is, um, but they're constantly changing their dose and just nothing is improving. Now, what I liked, what you should know here, and this is just a fact, if you are on the right track, meaning you're heading in the right direction, and you're, you've made changes to your thyroid medication, you should notice an improvement within about six to eight weeks. If you do not notice an improvement, that means you're just not on the right track and you need a course direct. Okay, that's just something you should be aware of. Um, so, but if you've spent the last six months to a year, maybe even two or three, I mean, it just sort of depends on your situation here, and you are getting no improvement whatsoever, despite changing your dose many times, that's probably a sign that whatever's going on may not be related to your thyroid. Right? It's probably something else that's mimicking those symptoms because you should, it is possible, of course, that you just haven't found the right dose, but you should have seen some improvement. You should have seen some change in your symptoms. Okay, So that period of time, six plus months without any change in your symptoms, that's a bad sign. 
So um, number four, that was number three. Number four is you focus on relatively inconsequential things such as filler dyes in your medications or in supplements and so on. So I got to be careful with this because, you know, you'll, you'll hear me say that they're relatively inconsequential. And again, the keyword here is relatively because I have entire videos talking about the impact that these fillers and dyes can have on, on patients and how they feel. That is true. However, that it's very rare that is the case where those fillers and dyes cause such a profound effect inside of the body when you absorb them that they render thyroid medication just completely unusable by your body. That's so, 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 so rare. And if you're talking, the numbers that I'm talking about in terms of people that have this thyroid tunnel vision that have been trying all these things and have, haven't gotten any improvement, that number is not the same as this number, which, which doesn't respond to these fillers and dyes. So just be careful and be cautious about that. Yeah, yes, I believe it's important. And yes, they can play a role, but they're not playing probably as big as a bigger role as many of you probably believe that they are. Hopefully that makes sense. We'll do further videos on that too in the future. And then number five, you've accepted that you will never get better or you'll never get any relief. So this is sort of the sad conclusion of, of numbers one through four, right? Um, and there are patients out there who believe this. And I, I do feel very, very bad for those patients because it is definitely the case that if you are on the right track, if you are on the right type of medication, you can closely approximate whatever 100% is for you. And 100% is, you know, it may not be possible to get back to your old self when you were 20 years old. And I don't think that should be your goal. But getting back to 85%, 90%, 95%, that can absolutely happen. Now, it gets more difficult depending on what type of thyroid condition you have. For instance, if you had your thyroid removed, you're just going to have to probably accept that 85, 80% of normal is going to be your new normal, right? Um, but if you have something like Hashimoto's, especially early stage, you should expect to get up pretty close to 100% of normal. You should never be in this situation where you just accept that you're never going to get any better, you're never going to get any relief. Um, that you know, I understand where that attitude comes from. Again, I, I totally get it. You, um, a lot of patients struggle trying to find doctors to help them, and so I can see how it leads to that. You know, the, the logical progression ends in this conclusion. But please do whatever you can. That's ju just so you know, it's not true. Um, and the whole reason I exist and the whole reason I do this is to provide you information so that we can do that. So we can get you out of that. So we can help you feel better. Okay. So now that we talked about the symptoms, and again, if you feel like you have any of these, um, then you definitely want to continue on and we'll talk about what to do about them. Um, if you don't have any of these, that's great. Just, just pay attention to them so you don't develop them in the future. Because I think sort of the longer you have thyroid disease, the more likely you are to develop these things. So let's talk about what to do about it. I have four steps here. We're going to talk about four steps. So number one, you need to get a full set of lab tests, which include more than just your hormones and more than just your thyroid. Remember more that you got to look at everything. You got to look at the big picture. I will have a video coming out, which will go over this full set because I have my own recommendations in terms of which tests you should be using and which tests all thyroid patients should be getting. And again, includes so much more than just your thyroid. Now, the reason this is important is because even if you have thyroid disease, so let, let me give you an example here. Let's say that your thyroid disease is causing fatigue. Nobody would argue that fatigue is a symptom of hypothyroidism, at least no one in their right mind. We all know that fatigue can be caused by hypothyroidism. However, there are many other things which can also cause fatigue. Two of those include, and I'm just, just going off the cuff here, two of those would be iron deficiency and vitamin B12 deficiency. So here's the kind of the kicker here. Hypothyroidism increases your risk of developing both of those conditions. So hypothyroidism increases vitamin B12 deficiency and also iron deficiency. So if you have fatigue and you're a thyroid patient, you now have three potential causes for this fatigue. So what happens if you just treat your thyroid? 
I better be careful with the fingers I point up. What happens if you just treat your thyroid? Well, you got rid of one potential source of your fatigue, but is treating your thyroid going to affect your iron and your B12? The answer is no. You need B12 and you need iron to fix those problems. So you can see you're, you're setting yourself up for a situation which a thyroid condition causes multiple other conditions. And those other conditions are not treated when you just take thyroid medication or you get on the right um, uh, thyroid supplements or whatever it is. These are, these are separate conditions. Even though they all stem from one root cause, they need to be treated differently, right? Because they're not the same thing. And you'll never know that that's the case unless, of course, you know, you... Well, unless you listen to information like this or unless you sort of have that intuitive understanding, which does occur. I mean, some of you are very, very intelligent, not that others aren't, but some of you know a lot about the thyroid. And um, unless you know this specific aspect, it might not be something that you just think about. Okay, so what type of test am I including? Again, I'll come out with a video a little bit later, but this includes things like vitamin B12, iron, leptin, insulin, cholesterol, complete blood count. So you can look at the your um, hemoglobin and your MCV and some other factors which are important, liver function, kidney function, inflammatory marco, markers, and then of course autoimmune markers if necessary as well. Okay, so that's just number one. Um, again, again, we'll talk about that in a little more detail, but just make sure you're testing when you go in much more than just your thyroid. Okay, step number two. Don't neglect your thyroid, but focus on other aspects as well. So we talked about getting those tests. Those tests help you understand if there's other things that you need to be treated. Um, but there are also, I would say, four or five big areas that you can look at. So, and again, it's sort of the reason that the that your thyroid affects these things is similar to the way that it affects B12 and iron deficiency. So if you have your uh, thyroid condition or hypothyroidism from any cause, you're gonna be more likely to develop these conditions because of how thyroid hormone interacts with these hormones. So that would be things like your adrenal health, your gut health, which is very important. You can also undergo things such as detoxification measures. You can do you know, lifestyle factors, so sleep, stress reduction, and so on. Again, these are all very important and all of these things will be impacted by your thyroid. But if all you're doing is saying, I'm just gonna take thyroid medication, I'm gonna tweak my dose, I'm gonna manipulate the supplements that I take that are focused on my thyroid, you may miss all of these things and of course you never ultimately feel better and if you do feel better you may get 20 percent improvement when you could be getting 40 50 60 percent improvement or more so number three you're always going to want to whenever you're treating your thyroid you're always going to want to do something that i call layering therapies so you can kind of think about layers of a cake they just stack on top of each other right and i guess this is a good analogy in, in this sense because the more layers you have of a cake, generally I would I would say the better it tastes, right? So, and in this analogy, the more layers you, you stack on top of each other for your thyroid, the better you're going to feel and the better, uh, more improvement you're gonna have with your thyroid. So what do I say here? Whenever I'm treating anybody, I'm always stacking um, therapies on top of each other. And they, in my opinion, they tend to have a synergistic effect on one another. So for instance, you might say exercising is healthy. Again, no one would argue with that. But is it better to to exercise and um, eat healthy at the same time? Of course. Now, if you said exercising is plus one and dieting is plus one, does one plus one equals two? In this case, I mean, obviously we know mathematically that that's true, but in this case, it's one plus one equals three or one plus one equals four. These therapies, when combined together, always will work better than each individual part. And this is true of other therapies as well. So this includes things like diet, supplements, change in medication, exercise, hormones, medication, fast. I mean, we could go on and on here. But usually when I'm treating someone, I probably have, I would say at any given time, maybe six to 10 recommendations that they can improve upon because of this. So the layering of therapies always improves things. Um, so just remember that, always layer on top of each other. I know some people have a tendency to think, well, if I do more than one thing, then how will I know what's working, right? And I, I understand where that comes from, but in this case, it's always better to fix the obvious problems. If you're not eating healthy, 
You don't, you know, I, you shouldn't have to just eat health, eat healthy to figure out if it works or not. All we're trying to do is take away the bad things that you're currently doing. So improve your stress reduction, improve your diet, add exercise to what you're already doing. I mean, these things aren't, you know, they're variables that you don't necessarily need to control for. You should just be doing them. So layer therapy, step three, number four, this is probably the hardest one, but you have to be patient. Okay. It took, so this is what I say to a lot of people. It takes years and years and years to get to the point that you're at now. So many of you, at least a lot of you listening to this are probably in your forties or fifties. You know, some may be younger, some may be even older, but the point is you didn't just develop your thyroid condition, you know, after one or two events, it took years and decades even, or, or, you know, event after event after event on top of each other. And it's kind of silly to assume that you're going to be able to reverse all of that with just, you know, taking one or two supplements for a couple weeks. Are you expecting to be hundred percent better after that? I mean, your body can definitely heal. Like don't, don't get me wrong, but it's not that good, right? It's not that fast. So we have to be realistic in our expectations. So if it takes years and years and years, at least give yourself months, you know? And so that's what I generally say. I like to give my, the, the people that I treat, um, expectations in terms of how long it should take and the more damage you have the longer it should take but somewhere between probably six to 12 months for many of you is enough to see serious improvement but you have to be patient during that time period and you have to continue to to be consistent in your what you're doing in your therapies and and all the things that we've talked about before this also relates to medications so if you make a change to your medication you shouldn't recheck your lab tests more frequently than at least every six weeks okay so i have some people that i've i've talked to that I've treated that'll make a change in their medication, their thyroid medication, then they'll check two weeks later. That's simply not enough time. So if you do that, you're gonna be, you're never gonna get forward because you're always gonna be chasing your tail. Okay, you have to give your body at least six weeks to acclimate. You have to give time for genetic transcription to take effect, for the medication to set in. And if you check sooner than that, you're not gonna get accurate results. So you gotta be patient, not only in how long it takes you to feel better, but also how frequently you check your, um, check your thyroid lab test. And then lastly, I don't, I think another thing that people do, which I think is the wrong way to look at this, is they, they take account of how they feel, which is important, but they do it on a day-to-day -day basis. So, and you're, the thyroid roller coaster is going to be like this day-to-day. -day, okay, it's going to go up and down. You're going to feel good one day. You're going to feel bad another. Now, what I'll tell people though, is the general trend should be up. Okay, it should be up like that. So you're constantly getting better as you go, but it's going to fluctuate day-to-day. So instead of focusing on how you feel day to day, focus on how you feel month to month. So if month one, you, yeah, you're going to have some ups and you're going to have some down days. But if in general, if the, if you felt better the second month than you did the first month, you're on the right track. So you have to think about it in those terms. So broaden your time scale and think about it in that way. And I think you'll do a lot better. So that's all I have on thyroid tunnel vision. If you guys have any questions, um, regarding this, or, you know, if you have it or whatever, leave a comment below and I will do my best to answer that. And otherwise I will see you guys in the next one.